yours. That's 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 kind of that's kind of heavy, isn't it? And so um, all of us, if you're honest, we all have a little ouch in that reality. Yes or no? Yes. And so I know that it's easy for offenses to come, or it's easy to cause an offense, because many of us we're so busy with our lives, and we're just trying to get from point A to point B. But in the process of going from point A to point B, sometimes we cause an offense. Amen. And it's our responsibility, amen, to monitor what comes out of us. Amen. amen? Right. It's our responsibility to monitor what comes out of us. And so uh, how, many, how many would agree that uh, uh, here we are in the month of what, August? Amen. Yes, and how, how many would, would just agree or to testify and say, you know, there's a possibility I offended somebody this month. Amen. I'm not going to go way back to January. I'm just going to go with this month. Amen. Amen. And so, and so here you are in August and you can agree that it's a possibility that you have caused an offense. Now, sometimes it's easier to say uh, someone has caused us an offense versus us causing someone else an offense. But nonetheless, offenses come both ways. And so I want to deal with something because in the church, because we're always dealing with personalities, amen? We're always dealing with personalities, and people are always growing, amen? We're in the growth process, amen? So all of us are always what? Becoming what God desires us to, to be. But I believe that it must start with confession. Amen? Amen? If you can't confess that you've caused an offense, then the sermon's not going to do any what? Because you have to come to the reality that, hey, I've caused an offense. And sometimes offenses go back many, many what? Many years. And so you're caused, you may have caused an offense five, six, eight, ten years ago, and God is still holding you to your offense. Regardless of how old it's gone back. So if you so if you acknowledge that you may have caused an offense in this month, there's a possibility that you caused an offense in prior months. Is that a reality? Is that a fact? How many want to deal with forgiveness? Or unforgiveness? How many want to deal with it today? I know it's hot in here, but it's hotter than... The old folks say it's hot in here, but it's hotter than... Where? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not planning on going where. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Not if I can help it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So let's talk about this just for a few minutes. Amen. While you're in your comfort or whether you're in your discomfort. Amen. Because unforgiveness can literally feel like you're feeling right now. A sense of what? Are you hearing what I'm saying? And a sense of discomfort and so I want to bring you to a place where God can at least forgive us I put us in a position where we are forgiven for the unforgiveness in which we have demonstrated in times past is that fair alright so it says at some point no doubt you have been hurt how many have been hurt before Amen. how many been hurt by somebody Amen. it can be a loved one it can be a parent Amen. It could be a father that's gone on to be with the Lord, but there's a possibility that at some stage in your what? Life, you've been what? 
Bible yeah. reason apparent so you so you don't want to feel like you're by yourself. Sometimes you need a consensus, amen. Uh, how many would be honest enough to say I've been hurt before? Can you just lift your hand so so you don't be here, you you're not sitting here by yourself. Alright? I've been hurt. Amen. Matter of fact, you can't be in a position of authority without the possibility of being one. If you're in a position of authority, it's a possibility that you're going to cause hurt or you're going to be one. Hurt. Because you're constantly dealing in the lives of what? People. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Amen. And so sometimes it's impossible not to cause an offense. But the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they what? Agree. So when, if I don't know what you believe, uh, what's, how sensitive you are, I don't know, I don't know what you're carrying. Are you, so I can easily offend you based upon something I've offended you out of what? Out of ignorance. I didn't, I didn't mean it. And we, we have a saying, charge it to my head, not to my We say that often, don't we? Charge it to my head, not to my heart. Not to my heart. And in many cases, that is the case. We do things out of, out of ignorance. Amen? Amen? We hurt other people and we're open to that same hurt by people. Amen. But I, there's some things I jotted down that I want to share. And I want to move in an expeditious manner because I understand your discomfort. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want to talk about, it says, now there, there are about four questions that I want, to, I, want to, I want to lay a foundation to and try to answer these questions because these are the, the main four questions that they ponder a person that is dealing with unforgiveness. Okay, are you with me as I say? He says, he says, what is forgiveness according to God? What say, say that with me. Say what is forgiveness? What is forgiveness? According to God. According to because God. Because you may have your own definition of what forgiveness is. And it may not necessarily be lined up with God's what? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Now it says uh, God's forgiveness stands out as a theme throughout the Bible. In all four gospels, Jesus notes, watch this, the importance of forgiving others, watch this, to ensure. God's forgiveness for oneself. Okay? Let me say it again. So, I'm going to show you what God's forgiveness looks like. Can I take my time? Amen. Since we're dealing with a subject matter that all of us can be touched by. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So he says, God's forgiveness stands out as a theme throughout Genesis to the book of what? Revelation. All throughout the Bible, you'll see pockets where someone had to be what? Forgiven. Our offenses may have been what? Caused. And the person had to come to God to ask for what? Repentance. Do you hear what I'm saying? So it is a, it is a central theme throughout your entire what? Your entire life. Forgiveness and unforgiveness. But it's the primary thing that God looks at when you come to God asking God for anything. So anytime God shows you tremendous grace and mercy in an area that you know you don't necessarily what? deserve and God shows you love and don't give you judgment God is teaching you a principle that there are some people in your life that come into your life and they're wounded and they're battered and bruised by the cares of life and they're dealing with you at a level of, of, of insecurity and brokenness so the possibility of them fracturing your feelings is very what possible so so we have to deal with people with a, a sense of empathy and compassion are you hearing what I'm saying? Because people carry things that we may not necessarily under, understand. How many carry some stuff that you haven't told anybody close to you? 
You, you got some stuff in your heart, you got some stuff, you got some pain in your heart that you're not necessarily telling anybody. You're smiling, but you're under a lot of distress. Amen. And, and so the people around you may not know that you're under that what? Particular distress. And they may say something inappropriate. And then it rubs you what? Wrong it way. rubs you the wrong way. And they, they, they didn't mean no harm. They just being them. Sometimes you can be yourself and yourself can get you in what? Trouble. Get you in trouble. Are you with me so far? Are you, in, you know, if you get the word of God, the word will make you feel like you're in an in a, in a air-conditioned building. <laughs> the, the, the word of God will make you feel like you're cold. It's got a shivering in here. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Sometimes you got to look past what you, how Amen. you're feeling and get what you need. That's Amen. right. I was talking last week. I said, listen, I said, if, 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 if you just keep looking for comfort, guess what? You're in trouble. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If, if, if your whole life is about what? Comfort. comfort. Guess what? You're in trouble because there are some things you got to go through that ain't what? Comfort. Ain't comfortable. And so us as Hebrews and African Americans, are you hearing what I'm saying? We know the history of discomfort. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. Every time we've been in this, ever since we've been in this country, it's been a sense of what? Discomfort. So we, are, we know how to adapt to uncomfortable situations. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And we as a people have to learn how to go through hardships and difficulties and know that God is able to what? Even deliver in the midst of what? You know, Harriet Tubman, you know, they, they, she, she lived in a time of total what? Discomfort. But she's, she has a legacy because she over... Somebody say, I'm an overcomer. I'm but it starts with for... Because forgiveness is the line of communication that opens up to God. Amen? Amen? If I have unforgiveness, then it breaks the line of communication between me and God. So it doesn't matter how much biblical knowledge I know, it doesn't matter how much I, I participate in the worship experience, if I don't have forgiveness, guess what? I'm in, I'm in trouble. Amen. So watch this now. It says... Forgiveness stands out as a theme throughout the Bible in four in the four Gospels. Jesus knows the importance of forgiveness, forgiving others to ensure God's what? To ensure God's forgiveness. Amen. Now the question is: Is forgiveness necessary? Now, for all of you psychologists and you sociologists, I want to show you that uh, uh, psychologically, forgiveness is important. It says many psychotherapists also believe that forgiveness is necessary in order to heal oneself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if you're looking at the sciences, if you're looking at uh, going to see a therapist or a psychologist because you're dealing with some, some emotional trauma, the first thing that psychologist is going to suggest is that you what? That you forgive. Because forgiveness is the beginning of your own healing process. Are you with me so far? He says, now watch it. The next question is, what is the purpose of forgiveness? So we said, if we understood now, number one was God's forgiveness. Number two is, is forgiveness necessary? And we see that it is. Because forgiveness helps one to forgive one's own self. And number three, what is the purpose of forgiveness? Now, watch this. It says, uh, forgiveness can lead, watch this down. Forgiveness can lead to feelings of understanding empathy and compassion for the one you hurt sometimes you know uh, when you look into a person when you when you really get educated and look into the depths of what a person has gone through 
regardless of whether they offended you or not, you can empathize with why they did what they did or why they said what they said. So you, you, you gain us, when you forgive, you gain a sense of understanding on why the person responded a particular way. way. It gives you your, your forgiveness of their transgression or trespass opens up a door in your own heart to empathize with why they did what they did, did or why they said what they said. It brings a sense of compassion. So now I'm not so quick to judge you based upon your offense. In other words, I'm hurt by what you said, but I understand why you said it. And it could be because you hurt yourself. Hurting people hurt people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Hurting people hurt people. And many of us are what? Hurting in a lot of ways. Yes. Amen. And so the healing process begins when you forgive others for the transgressions that they cause you. And it opens the door for God to minister to your own spirit in this particular area of your life. Are you with me so far? So it says again, what is the purpose of forgiveness? Forgiveness can lead to feelings of what? Number one, understanding, empathy, and what? Compassion for the one who hurts you. Now watch this. We've heard this before and we've all said it again. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting or excusing the harm. Okay? It doesn't mean I give you a pass to do it what? Again. Again. No, you don't get a pass to do it what? Again. Again. No, it's a teachable what? Moment. Moment that I don't want to be repeated in my what? Life. In my life. But at the same time, I'm not going to repeat that same behavior in somebody else's life. In other words, now I'm cognitive of the fact that what you did to me hurt me. Now I got to be aware that what I do may hurt somebody else. Somebody. So it goes back. It's a pendulum that swings back in what? Four. Four. So when you have the courage to forgive, it opens a window in your own what? Heart to see where you have transgressed somebody else's feelings. Yes. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. But it's only at the point of what? Forgiving others that God give you the revelation of what is going on in your own life. Uh, one, of the, one of the parables he talked about, he said, you know, before you take the speck out of your brother's eye, eye consider taking the beam out of your own eye. own eye. That's a biblical principle. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. So, so many times, if you got a, a, a beam in your eye, it's, you hear me? You're blinded by what's in somebody else's what? Sometimes it's easy to pull the speck out of somebody else's what? Right. Uh, and then you got a whole tree in your own. Yes, uh, I. Now, the old folks say sweep around your own what? Front door. Before you sweep around, I hear Somebody you. else. I hear what I'm saying. And, and so all of us, I hope we leave here with rooms. Amen. 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 So, so now, again, are you here? He says forgiveness doesn't mean, watch this, because you, you want to be very careful uh, because, you know, people will take advantage of you if they see you have a heart that does not correct or redirect certain types of behavior. behavior. If you're in an abusive relationship, right? You're in an abusive relationship, 
and you have daughters and 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 and, and they they're looking at that abuse and and you don't address it at the level that you're supposed to address, address it, it. You're, you're 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 simply you're teaching your children that abuse is okay okay it's okay you're telling your daughters that, you know, and then and then you say, okay, you know, and then this is the excuse that you use or you give to your children. You know, uh, he's a he's a good breadwinner. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a good provider. Right. And and your daughter is pulling at your skirt saying, but he's abusing you. Mm -hmm. But he's a good and you said, quiet, quiet, he's a good provider. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. All the time you're holding all of this in your what? It's, it's, it's now you're, you're cooking and you're baking and you're cleaning and you're doing all the things that a, a, a wife or a, a, a significant other is doing but guess what you're under distress Amen. you're walking in on you can't voice it you cannot communicate that but your reality is that you're walking in perpetual unforgiveness of this abuse Amen. and but you're teaching something to your children through the, through the silence of you not engaging in this particular one and redirecting that person in the direction that they should want. Wow. And leave dragging to the church so he can hear a sermon like this. <laughs> At least butter him up on Saturday so you can bring him to church on Sunday so he can hear what the preacher has to what? Say. You know, women do have power. <laughs> women do have power over men if you exercise your strength. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Any, any woman know you got real power over your husband? Uh, I, I got a silent audience. Your husband must sit, be sitting next to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But women, you really do have power over uh, 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 men in the sense that uh, we're, we're not really as strong as we appear to be. Amen? He said a, a man shall leave his mother and his father and cleave to his what? To his wife. So God knows something about us that we may not even want to confess to you. That we really are dependent upon you to a certain one. Because God has wired it such. And so when you have a man in your life and the man is 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 is, is abusing you or taking advantage of you in any way and you fail to address that issue and you have children, you are perpetuating something that becomes generational. I don't know who that boy. But uh, it, it ain't even in my notes. But I thought I'd throw it out there anyway. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You heard it from me first. So don't let no man what? Abuse you. Uh, and because they are a Good provider. They're breadwinner. The devil is a lie. I'd rather grow up on, on assisted living. Oh, oh, is, that, is that possible? Okay. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Then to be one. Yes. Then to be abused. Yes. Are you hearing what I'm And you making all the money. I'm, I'm getting in somebody's business. <laughs> oh my Lord. Okay. All right. All right. And you making all the money. And he don't even have a job. He at home paying play, play a tender. Okay. Okay. Are you with me? I don't know who business I'm in, but I apologize. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> the devil is a what? A I'm not going to be at the job working what? 24 what? Seven. Seven. Come home and you playing kids games. And then you got the nerve to put something demands on the devil is a lie. And the preacher that talked about forgiveness, and I done forgave you too. If I'm gonna forgive you, something gonna what? Something gonna change. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Look at say when I get home, something gonna change. 
they make it incremental. It may be a small one stages because I can't stir up the cage too much. But something about the one. Because I'm not going to continue in this one. Sometimes it can be physical abuse and sometimes it can be what? Mental and it's, it's different levels Amen. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. And the man is doing it out of what? His own hurt. His own pain. I'm just getting down to the to the basis of where forgiveness and offenses come from. And sometimes it happens within relationships. That's the breeding ground where the enemy used that it can become generational. See, what the devil wants is for you to walk in unforgiveness. Now, you've cut off communication with God. So even when you crowd to God and say, God, help me, God don't hear you. Amen. Because you're walking in unforgiveness. I know you're under tyranny. And you're under pain and you're under distress. But the principles of God are what the principles of God are. He says forgive that you may be what? Forgive. God ain't going to change his mind about forgiveness. So although you're in an abusive situation, whether it be at a mental stage, a physical stage, or an emotional stage, you got to deal with each stage. Amen. David had to deal with Goliath, did he not? Yes. He was a giant in, in the way to find the armies of the living God. Yes. So whatever the giant that's in your life, you gotta what? Forgive. You gotta take God in that situation and deal with it. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Y'all leaving a hot church going into a hot, a hotter situation. <laughs> Are you with me so far? Amen. But the devil is alive. Say today I'm gonna be delivered. Damn, I'll be delivered. Now watch this. He says, he says, forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting or excusing the harm. Forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to go on with life. So forgiveness is the starting point to a new what? Life. To a new life. Say forgiveness. Forgiveness. Is a starting point. Is a starting point. To new life. To new life. So I want to encourage you today. As we close, to forgive. Amen. To forgive. Amen. To forgive. Look at your neighbor say forgive. Forgive. Say forgive. Forgive. It hurts. It hurts. But forgive. But forgive. How many would take courage and 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 and, and grab hold to Jesus' skirt and say, God, if you give that power to forgive. Yes. I will forgive. Stand to your feet. If that's you, you're grabbing hold to the skirt of Jesus. And you're saying, you know, like, like the woman with the issue of blood. She had an issue. Yes. Did she not? Yes. But she said, if I could just touch the what? Yes. The hem of this garment, I will be made what? Whole. Today, metaphorically, I want you to grab a hold to Jesus' hem of his garment. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come on, close your eyes. Imagine if you would, you're the woman with the issue of blood. And you got an issue that the physicians and the psychiatrists cannot even solve. The sociologists cannot even solve. She had an issue that was so complex that only God could fix. And so she came, they said, if I, she, matter of fact, the Bible says that she crawled in the midst of the crowds. She had to get on her hands and knees and literally crawl to Jesus. And she said in herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She didn't even converse with Jesus. But Jesus said, somebody, somebody touched me. And the disciples, Peter said, how can you say somebody touched you? You got a crowd of people around you. Everybody's touching you. He said, no, but somebody's touched me. Because I feel the virtue come out of me. 
see today in this service when it comes to unforgiveness if you really want God to touch your heart you can reach out and touch him and say God if you give me the power to forgive in the midst of all of this pain in the midst of all of this suffering God if you just touch me so I can begin to live again so I can begin to dream again that I can begin to hope again if that's you just lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands all over the sanctuary lift your hands and begin to say father i forgive come on let yourself hear yourself say it father i forgive father i forgive every offense every offense from every person whether the church, the home, or the community, I forgive God. Heavenly Father, give me compassion. Give me empathy. Give me understanding to why people do what they do. So I myself may walk in these same principles. So God, this day, Thank you, Thank you for giving me, for giving me the, power the power to forgive. To forgive. In, Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and worship.